previously on the lineage of Moonreach. We just got done getting rid of the Thundara clones into the abyss. We stumble out and find a dining hall full of corpses and Scipio in the entryway, confused. We discovered that he was a tool of the master and that the Thundara clones, they don't know what's going on. Electing to explore the remains of uh, the mansion that we were in, we discovered a plot to trap us there, to prevent us from protecting our home. Lalette herself transformed into an ethereal being and banished us to an unknown dimension, where one by one, we were separated. Last thing I saw... Gorbel and I were flying off the chasm, and we saw a blinding light coming our direction. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Hey, howdy, hey, dickweeds. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Coming real hot. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Hey, nerds. It's been a minute since we recorded, so I'm trying to get the emotion back. Yeah, what has it been, a month? Something like that. Aww. What's up, nerds? It doesn't seem like that long, but it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. We just had a has baby, so. Yes. Congratulations. When did that happen? Um, Yesterday. <laughs> In regards to when everyone else will hear this, like three weeks. February 27th. So. Yeah. Oh, well, now yeah. everybody's going to know one of her security questions. <laughs> <laughs> one of his security questions. Well, she spells February wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so. But We're yes. February. Tomas and Lindsay February. had a healthy barbarian boy. Yeah. Um, very fat. Very fat. <laughs> over nine pounds. That was insane. Muscular. Muscle weighs more than fat. Come on. He literally ripped the umbilical cord off of himself on the way out. I was going to snip it, but he was like, nah, man. He's like, don't worry. I got this. Yeah. Yep. Then he ate the blood. <laughs> <laughs> this baby is metal. But yeah, here we are. We are a <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth, and around the table, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm Tomas, I play Tomar. I'm Lindsay, and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorbel. And that's right. Each week, we record for your listening pleasure. We are in episode 80. Mm. Man, mm. 80 episodes in, guys. We did it. Again, I, I know I can congr- I, I congratulate us every, every single time. I'm just every surprised time. every time. Episode 81, we did it. I like the positivity. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You never know when it's all going to come crashing down, so we should celebrate. The congratulatory banners are getting expensive, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, did you get the ice cream cake out of the car? Uh, oh God! Oh, <laughs> n- no. Is seventy nine still in there too? <laughs> no. Have you been getting ice cream cakes for every episode and we've not been eating them? You just open the trunk and it's just a sloshy mess. It's like 
the ice cream your comes toma. Pouring. There's a, a very full homeless man inside. <laughs> He's like, oh, 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 happy birthday or whatever. I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> Just the worst trunk. <laughs> Just burn the car. I, I think at that point we'd have to. Uh, send it off a cliff. A flame. <laughs> we have a review. <gasps> A review. <laughs> I don't know where it is or where it came what? from. Oh. So I we have to find it somehow. Where where did I say it came from? Uh from Billy who? has that queued up. Who's that from? From it's on Podchaser, which I was unfamiliar with. Uh it is from Fez seven eight eight. Fez. 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 With an S. So Hi, maybe Fez. Fez? 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 Uncle Fester? Fez. Fez. <laughs> Hello, Fez. Fez says Great podcast. Helps break up the monotony at work. And so far, I really enjoy the morally questionable decisions made by the PCs, which lead to very entertaining role play interactions. Yeah. When when are they reviewing from in time exactly? <laughs> well, that was posted on. Well, we we caught it. We found it on February 17th. Yeah, it could. I mean, I wonder if what episode they decided those things on, because I think we make questionable decisions like on a regular basis. Yeah. 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 This could Basically be from, from literally the jump. any point. Like has he even gotten to Willem yet? He just started listening <laughs> to episode one. He's like, whoa, these guys are messed up. <laughs> I want to see I where this goes. I love it. Tomar just yeeted a village. <laughs> well, like we said before, uh, we will read reviews wherever we find them. Uh, you can post them wherever you want. Uh, we, You can even post them on our website. Uh, just let iTunes, us know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can contact us by email too. Uh, what's our email, Seth? It is d t w e n t y s y n d i c a t e at gmail dot com. Yeah, you got to spell that shit out. Um, but yeah, leave us messages. We will read them. We also have a new development. We have a new patron who has <gasps> dropped the big bucks to make us. Uh, his ultimate warlock. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Uh, do you want to announce him or whatever? Thanks to Dustin, colloquially known as D-Wiz, for, <laughs> uh, for uh, contributing in the highest tier. Um, you're going to get some nice little fancy uh, gifts, I guess we could call them. Well, so he gets a swag bag. Yeah, he gets a swag, swag bag. bag. Filled with whatever we want to put in it. Yeah. So get ready Ooh, for that, it's, D-Wiz. It's... Filled with pictures of us just flipping you the middle finger. <laughs> Taped to bricks. <laughs> but with jelly. Yeah. Like old jelly. Clippings and and you have to pay postage. <laughs> just been saving up the diapers since the baby was born. He uh, also gets a discount on our store. <gasps> Permanent discount on our store. Nice. Uh, he has an NPC that he gets to work with Seth on. I don't yeah. know if it's this campaign or the next one. But I'll that's going to be horrible. That <laughs> um, <laughs> can only end terribly. And there's a bunch of other goodies that he gets. So yeah. uh, if you want in on any of that action, please become a patron. Yes, please. He's also an executive producer now, and he'll be in our show notes. So nice. Look forward to that. <laughs> should we should we put D Wiz <laughs> or Dustin executive producer D Wiz? <laughs> D to the uh, Wiz. Uh, now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. Oh, shit. It'll be a... Uh, 
I always say this will be an easy one. I'm just not gonna. It never it'll is. be a question. It'll, it'll be a question. It'll be a campfire we, question. We have a campfire. Oh yeah, Dewey's dropped one. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. What did he say? Let's, Let's do that one. What was, what was his question, Billy? Do you know? Yes. Has your character ever wronged somebody? And if so, <laughs> do you plan on rectifying it? <laughs> That's not an easy question. Yes, oh. no. <laughs> All right. No. So that is a juicy question, though. Thank you, D-Wiz. Yeah. a little girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've wronged some other people, but that's the first thing. Hey, no spoilers, guys. Save it for the okay. campfire. Okay. All right. So, have you ever wronged anybody? And if so, do you plan on rectifying it? We'll start with Gorble. <laughs> That was the camp. I'm sorry, I was making campfire sound, but I was delayed. Mm. They were bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They were great. Have I ever wronged someone? Yes. Nah. Sorry. Lots. <laughs> the sword. I would say no. <laughs> Everyone with the but blood blade. Exactly. I think. I think my companions would maybe say. Yeah, maybe. The hall of corpses you turned into werewolf zombies she for the rest of Well, now that. they're not dead. <laughs> I gave them second life. So I already made up for that. <laughs> rectified, 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 rectified. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've wronged a couple people along the way. Um, do I plan on, on making up for that at any point? <laughs> Probably not, <laughs> and it's it's not for for lack of of wanting to to right my wrongs. It's because I just don't have time to care. <laughs> There's a lot going on. That's fair. So I guess later days, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's um. All. all right. So let's go with Willem. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Would you care to elaborate at all? My lawyer has advised me not to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. How can he make up for someone he murdered? <laughs> like, how can he, how can he fix that? <laughs> I don't can't know. unstab that dude's throat. Uh, so, yeah. Ex- well, I mean... He, t- he didn't have a family. I asked him. <laughs> Only people with families deserve life. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, Is that sorry, why you orphans. guys had the kid? Yes. <laughs> we need some insurance. Specifically this. <laughs> so I, f- I feel the most uh, bad about uh, losing the lineage stone mm-hmm. when, I, when I left Ravenmore. That's and, a big whoopsie daisy. And I, and I feel like I'm constantly just been on the road to redemption since and i'm hoping that there's no end to that road evident, <laughs> evidently oh hi when did you get in here? i look down and pinwin's there in his usual like hole with his cookies and the candle and gorbel's face is just like smudged in there too and i'm like oh hey guys uh but yeah i i think that's that's kind of like my my main penance all right Penwin. Well, so there was a time where I was um, a little reckless with my shot. This this wasn't recorded, right? That whole yeah, thing. that was. I can't believe that wasn't a, when we were recording. That sucks. Um, so there was this whole thing 
I, I got some sequin pants. There, that was a positive of that day. But the negative of that, of that day is we went in this um, clothing store and I shot an arrow out the window and it <laughs> hit a little girl. <laughs> so I feel bad about that. In the that. arm. In the arm. In the arm. She she lived. Like, she's alive, but... It was I a mean, life support arm. <laughs> that'd be a little traumatic, so... I feel a little bit bad about that. Um, and then, you did you say? Are you planning on rectifying it? Rectifying it. Um, maybe I'll. Hmm. <laughs> right, how right, do no. you rectify that? <laughs> how old is she now? Oh, that was a few years ago now. So. Oh. She's been training this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kill Bill, but, but it's Kill Bill. Kill Bill. <laughs> oh man. Um, you know, yeah, I'll probably think of something. Oh my god, I want to see that movie now. Uh, <laughs> it's just that that young child like trying a bunch of ways to kill Pinwin, but Pinwin doesn't realize that all this hazardous stuff just is happening. Just <laughs> yeah, his yeah, way out of it, magooing his way all the way through to the end. That'd be so funny. Magooing through. Yeah, the anvil dropping right where he was a moment ago. And wow, just that being was distracted. so weird. Yep. You don't even notice. You're too distracted <laughs> by yep. a shiny. That's true. Yeah, just playing a song, closing your eyes while you walk. <laughs> yeah. oh, All right. Man. Well, thank you for that, Pinwin. Yeah, Tilmar. You know, there's a lot of stuff I've done that I'm not totally proud of, and some would say are wrongs. Um. The first one being bringing Maria and her brother to the Beldarok in the first place, leading to her death and whatever happened to him. Uh, I haven't spoken to Darren since any of that happened, but we did not leave on good terms. I would like to think he might be happy now that she's in the Hall of Champions, but I don't know. I would re- I would resent me still if I were him. Aside from that... There's the whole Hazel thing and mm. how I kind of used her for a key, have mm. children with her, yeah. don't really have feelings for her, <laughs> but she seems like a an all right lass. Seems like a stand-up gal. Yeah, she's a fiery one. But thanks, Bill. <laughs> um, <laughs> as far as rectifying it, I didn't have control over when and how everything happened. There's not anything I can really say or do that will fix it, but I do intend to be there for her and support her and the children as much as she's willing to let me do that. And she has been open to allowing me to spend time with the kids and like raise them in the faith as much as I can. And they're starting to grow and show traits of their own for adventuring. So I'm proud of that. All right. Very nice. Okay. Shall we get into it, folks? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we left on a cliffy hey, hanger. Let's do it. I feel like, am I going to have to make decisions? Is that a thing? Probably. Anyway. That's terrible. Garble's most recent wronging. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking Willem's door <laughs> into oblivion. I don't consider that a wrong because I was trying to open the door <laughs> to get you She out. was wrong. But what happened to the door? It cut the rope. No, after you the, kicked it, the rope got cut. The, the door on closed, its own. and then you afterwards you launched the door. Your aversion off. speaks volumes. Well, uh, that just sounds like bad craftsmanship. 
there weren't any support beams to be fair it wasn't built into anything to be more fair there wasn't a customer service so maybe someone needs to be rectifying the wrong they did to me (laughs) by putting me in a bad situation maybe maybe lock the leg up this episode stop kicking people stop kicking doors stop victim who did i kick you kicked the 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 mute thundara clone in the same in the same episode in the hand I mean, she was doing. I support that scary thing. Yeah, no, I, I support know. that one actually. I'm you know what? I'm you kick if that. you want to kick. That's you what. can kick if you wanna. You can leave knuck, your knuck friends you, behind. Knock if you buck. It's kick even, if you wanna. It's even funnier that it's sandals. She's wearing sandals <laughs> yeah. and she's yeah. kicking the shit out of everything. Is there a funny flip flop sound when she does it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a surprisingly I like, weak. I like to think. I like to think it's a twofer, like almost like a like a tap, like a tap dance kind of sound. I can't do it. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Seth, you had that the the double flappies. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad we're not streaming this. We like <laughs> it sounds like you guys are slapping dicks. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> That's a hefty dick. All right, let's get started. So when we last left off, Willem, you were in Gorbel's Gargantian Mansion uh-huh. in front of... You know it's not called that, right? Uh, her version is. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering that. I was listening to the episode, and you said Gargantuan Mansion, and everybody was like, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I, I and we just that. rolled with it, because we were like, fuck it. Yeah. It's and fun. It's got, it it's got our own thing. It I rhymes. Like it. I like it. All right, so you were standing in front of Mandoran, and he just greeted you holding this gem. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> All right, been, go ahead and roll. I've been waiting to do this for a month. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this is a very unsettling and confusing situation. You're not really sure what's going on. Oh. But you believe that is a gem. <laughs> <laughs> I, the thing that I don't believe is that it's Mandoran. You could be suspicious. Touch you're not. Sh- you're not. You're not sure what's going on. <laughs> Feel pretend, the pretend I'm br- blind. Yeah. Blind. <laughs> pretend I'm blind. <laughs> Tune in to blind. Um. I slowly approach. Uh, <laughs> this is how we shake hands. <laughs> um, how did I get here? And what are you do? Are you even you? As the days go by, <laughs> I'm confused as to what you mean. I was just in another dimension with Tomar, Gorbel, and Pinwin. And then I went through a door and I ended up here. But here doesn't feel like it did last time. None of this feels right. How I don't even think I can trust that you're you. I see. Well, I am a memory of me. I exist in this time just for this express purpose. To give you this gem. It is the first time I think as myself that I can give you a a birthday gift. So here you are. And he reaches out and he hands you the gem. 
This is like when my dad showed up that one time and gave me Tekken 3. <laughs> <laughs> and then he left. Uh, a lot to unpack here. <laughs> We're going to circle back. <laughs> it's a good birthday, though. <laughs> Overall. I mean, yeah. Tekken 3. I mean, come yeah. on. Yoshimitsu. Come on. Word. <laughs> what are you laughing for? His yes, sad we, childhood. And we just got really quiet for a second. Do you know, does this memory of you have any idea how I got here and where my friends are? I I don't know, but I know that this this memory is a integral piece to understanding what's going on. I hid it here. Do you know why there are other versions of my friends in other parallel universes and not another version of me in those universes? Oh, yes. I think this stone can answer any of those questions. Is it a memory stone? Yeah, it totally is. Alright, um, I kind of, I hold it up to the light, and then I press it to my forehead. You are, you feel yourself kind of tumbling, and you fall down a, what appears to be like a darkened hole in the ground or something. You, you're falling for quite a while, and then you... (laughs) begin floating in midair in the darkness and from beyond the darkness a form emerges and it appears young maybe mid-twenties dark hair handsome face you're looking at Harkin Blackheart your father Air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Is this a memory? He says nothing. I look around. You don't see anything. And I'm still just floating. Mm-hmm. Am I able to move at all? Like, am I able to... You are unable to move. I mean, you can move your arms and legs, but you can't move right. the, your can. orientation. Okay. I wait patiently. Nothing happens. <laughs> it appears... That the uh, this memory is waiting for something. How memories gonna wait for? It's on pause. <laughs> <laughs> he wants you to go. Oh, it's like this. how Hulu sometimes there's, doesn't start automatically. There's the Netflix sign, <laughs> like message above me that says, "Are you still watching this memory?" Like, ah, and then you have to get up and find the controller to turn the memory back on. <laughs> I can't reach it. <laughs> um. I hearken out to hearken. <laughs> what do you say? Get fucked. <laughs> so what you actually say? No. No, I'm sorry. What are we doing here? A voice that is not the voice you remember uh, speaks out from his form. To access this memory, speak the password. Whoa. Fucking this world. One, two, three, four, Daddy! five. <laughs> Um, Mandoran 
That is not the password. Seth, you're a douche. <laughs> Are there security questions? <laughs> Can I reset my Forgot password? Forgot password. <laughs> <laughs> and then send it to uh, Willem Valtel and the Heartbreakers <laughs> at yahoo.com. Uh, Gladash. Access granted. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. What's Gladash? He probably again? uses that for all of his probably passwords. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently. It opens the vial. Was it Gladash or the capital G or is there a <laughs> special character? Ca- capital G exclamation point one <laughs> four Adash. Um, and then you hear the voice change again and it, this one sounds much more familiar. Still not the same as Mandoran, but you remember it is very similar to your father's voice. Mm. Hello, Willem. What what do you have to present to me? This memory is what I have to present to you. I put this here in order to make you more knowledgeable about the situation that's happening. Alright, well, let's <laughs> skip the pleasantries Man. and let's, let's push play. Heartless. <laughs> Heartless. <laughs> You seem rattled, Willem. Is everything okay? Oh, boy. Everything is not okay. <laughs> rattled is not the word that I would use. Irritated and worried for my friends is more on the nose. If there's something that needs to be shown to me or knowledge that needs to be bestowed upon me, I'd rather we just get on with it. I underst- I don't know why you set this up to look like my surrogate father when you're evidently my real father I I don't understand any of this let's just make with the knowledge giving that's a fair point Willem well I suppose I should start with you're all in very grave danger at this point in the timeline things can either go one of two ways Tell me how you accessed this memory. Where were you just before this? Before the sunken place or before accessing the memory or before the ethereal plane that we got teleported to by the weird fucked up being that brought us to the place where I went through the door to get to the place that gave me the thing to come here. Oh. What did the realm, what plane did you arrive on before you came to this place? When you and your friends arrived from the material plane, what did the plane look like? It's very important. It was allegiant. (laughs) (laughs) Jet blue. Coach. (laughs) It looked like a desert. There's mountains, rocky, dry... And there was just a, a doorway in the middle of nowhere. Mm. I see. All right, that changes things slightly. You are all, as I said, in very grave danger, and time is running out. You're going to have to make some hard decisions here very shortly. Otherwise, things can go catastrophically bad. Were you... Who went in the door? 
can you choke a memory? <laughs> <laughs> can Just you stab a memory me. in the face? Tell me now! If you tell me that we're in danger one more time, <laughs> I will kill myself. <laughs> and then see where it gets us. To shove the gem right into your brain <laughs> through your forehead. Right through my ocular cavity. <laughs> I swivel it around like a swizzle stick in my frontal cortex <laughs> and give myself a lobotomy. Tight. Roll medicine uh, check for this. Roll, <laughs> roll for lobotomy. I was the only one that went through the doorway, and it transported me to Gorbel's mansion. All right. The, the mansion. That's important. They, they installed a back door in the mansion. Not typical of the spell. They who? Uh, some of the others. They were working with me. Others who? A a group of individuals. Oh, I love pronouns so much. And their names were... (laughs) I will get to that. But what's important that you understand is that a back door was created, and it it will allow you... Well, it will allow Gorbel. You must tell her this. That she can bind the back door to three different locations... (laughs) <laughs> and she'll be able <laughs> That's a lot of backdooring. <laughs> and she'll be able to access those locations. Man backdooring. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be able to access those locations through the rear exit. <laughs> There's no way of phrasing this that you, it won't make well, you yeah, guys make chuckle it a like middle. <laughs> Not like a like a, a window, door. a chimney. <laughs> Now you, you guys door. would sex it up somehow. <laughs> hey, kids. Oh, window. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Led Zeppelin's In Through the Outdoor. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it is important that she knows this, as it will become very important later. It'll awaken something inside her. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Three, three locations can be bound to Gorbel's Mansion as a back door. Yes. Okay, and though none of those locations have been assigned? No, she will have to assign them. So how did I get there? Who put that door there? And why did it lead me to a memory of Mandoran, to which led me to an image of my surrogate father, Harkin, who I'm assuming is just a figurehead, and I'm still talking to Mandoran's memory. I I am Harkin. I chose this form long ago. And that is how I met Lagaya. Nice. Mm. Harkin is not a surrogate except a surrogate face for me. Well, you picked a really good one. <laughs> You're not here. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was Michelle's high school. <laughs> <laughs> good movie. It is a good movie. It, it actually kind of is. <laughs> when when Lisa uh, when Michelle gets hit by the limo, yeah, yeah, and flies like yep. fifteen feet in <laughs> the yep. air, <laughs> yep. and then rolls all the way down the limo. It's fucking. Oh brilliant. boy, Janine Garofalo is hilarious in that movie too. Yeah, the person who placed the door in that plane goes by the title of the fish. 
Oh, stop introducing yeah, we endgame are, characters, dude. What is this, Lost Season 6? Fuck. <laughs> the fish? The fish? All right. Do you have a are dot you open? Notes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Good. Please tell me this is an alias of someone who we already know. Um, are, are you privy to his real name? What he actually goes by? I am, I am bound to not say anything at this moment. However, you will learn very soon. Great. Huh. So, is there, are there any tricks up the fish's gills that I need to be aware of that <laughs> I, you could warn me so I could see coming since I'm going to be meeting him soon? I would say if you do meet the fish, listen to every single word spoken. Are you the fish? I'm am I meeting the fish right now? I am not the fish. He's not the official fish. <laughs> <laughs> you can have some boon. <laughs> Cats can have a little boon. Some. <laughs> some boon. Make point sure you write two. down some. Point, on point two five boon. <laughs> you can have one boon. Yeah. Quarter of a boon. Um, okay, so I meet this fish. I have to listen to every word that he says. Correct. And how do I get my friends out of the ethereal plane? I have multiple questions. Please ask I, them. I would like to have answered. How do I get out of here? Once our interaction's over, you will be out of here. Okay. Uh, how do I get my friends out of the plane that they're in? They will get themselves out of the plane that they're in, or they will die trying. <laughs> Can I assist them? In getting out of the plane without them dying. That depends on your actions after this. And that is something that I cannot tell you. Interesting. How do we once and for all kill Calcifer? That is a complex answer, but this is something that I have not found a 100% Success rate. I've never made it farther than where we are reaching now. Why do I feel like I'm Neo talking to the architect? <laughs> um, you will require some way of separating him from both the material plane and the deans of the master. How do I kill the master? You will have to find a way of keeping him from drawing his power. That is the only way he can be defeated. How does he draw his power? As long as he... His, it's, it's strange. I should, I should specify. Wherever he is, he is able to keep drawing power. That's part of his ability from when he was created. You are going to have to figure out a way of stopping him from drawing power from wherever he is. And you don't have any leads on that. I do not. What are your other questions, Willem? The the ziggurat. Yes. Is there an easy way to destroy the ziggurat? The ziggurat is powered by those seals that are all over inundating Veldelin. The only way to destroy the ziggurat would be to use the power of the lineage stones. 
They are, were created to protect this place. We've tried to stop the seals from being broken before, and it seems like we're not going about it the right way. What specifically can we do to stop the seals from being broken? Find a way to get to the final seals before they're broken. Find the progenitor of these in each city and stop them. That is the only way. These, uh, these clones or these duplicates that we keep running into, Thundara, Lilette, Lala, is there like a template? Like there's, is there an original of them? Is she still alive? There is, and she is still alive. Do you know her location? Yes. What is her location? It depends on the timeline, but she's either in Rose Lake or Bronze Wall. Uh, is the master cloning her? Yes. Using and a magical means of doppelgangers. The, the vats that we found... Uh, in a mansion recently were filled with what seemed like clones or duplicates of her. Is that the master's doing? That is not. I don't know who has done that, but the master does not require vats. He can create these doppelgangers with great power. Are you aware of the vats filled with the duplicates? I am not. This is first information I'm learning on it. But that does not fit the Master's M.O. in any of the timelines that I've seen. Does the name Marshton mean anything to you? Mm. It's a... I think I remember a Marshton, a, a noble of some kind. Yes. Ill repute. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Mm, I, I don't recall him being important. Um, the Queen of Rodia. Are yes. you fa- Are you familiar with her? Yes. Do you know why she would throw her lot in with Marston against the other countries of Argaria? I was going to say Argonia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is that is also complex, but my best guess would be there being a power vacuum in Vildalin. Other countries might try to take advantage of that situation. Is it possible that the Queen of Rodia is working with the Master? Anything is possible. Okay. I don't know for certain. Okay, so to recap, meet the fish, listen to what the fish has to say, tell Gorbel she can bind a secret entrance to her mansion to three locations on the material plane. Uh, The ziggurat... Uh, has to be destroyed by... What again? Using the power of the lineage stones. The lineage stones. We stop the seals from being broken by going to 
uh, each location, finding the progenitor of the seals in that location and stopping them. Does stopping them, is that limited to or up to and including termination of the progenitor? Any means necessary. And if it comes to that, if they're killed, that should stop it outright? Correct. How do we identify the progenitor of the seals? The progenitor of the seals must spend all of their time focusing on the seal. You will find the progenitor because they will be completely occupied. When we were in the mansion, Thundara, the Thundara clone, Lalette, uh, seemed preoccupied and uh, Pinwin described her as like mouthing what looked like a spell or some sort of incantation, would that be an indication of a, of a progenitor of a seal? It could potentially be that. Fuck. Is there anything else that you think that I should know before I go? Yes, I would say a few things. First, I believe you asked why you don't exist in any other timeline. Yes. And that is because I never existed in this time until this timeline, until Aro messed things up and created this schism, launching me through time. I would never would have met Lagaya. I lived hundreds of years before her. It was a simple act of love, but... That's why you do not exist in any other reality. I would also say you likely have to, before this is over, go back to Moonreach. There's something there that you guys have not yet unearthed. Though I was not included in that in any other timeline. No one made it that far. What is it that we have to unearth in Moonreach, and where can we locate it in Moonreach? That is not information I have, but I think the group of you can probably figure it out. Okay. My last bit of advice is anything that I may have given you, any items, tools, you should look those over as a group and figure out how to use that to your best advantage. Speaking of which, how do you use the lantern? You've already used the lantern. (laughs) One last thing is, after this, you will not find any more memories. I will be gone. This is my last memory. Do you have anything on the material plane that you would have written or inscribed or left behind? There's a tower in Deepminster where I lived. It is the oldest tower in Deepminster. I believe your friends, when they visited, passed by it. They'll know which one it is. Does it have a yellow door? 
It does not, no. Does it have a red door? No, it does not. <laughs> it is near the palace. Okay. But there you will find my belongings. Only you will be able to enter the tower. I'm going to go now. <laughs> Alright, well. It's unfortunate we had to meet like this and part unceremoniously. I trust that you'll be able to take care of things. You are the only thing in this plane that has changed, so perhaps that's why all of you are able to get as far as you have. In every other timeline, it's failed. So perhaps this is a good thing. Good thing we bought Billy on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. All right. I think I'm ready. Goodbye, Willem. And my dad. (laughs) All of a sudden, you're standing. Dad. (laughs) You're standing back in the parlor area of uh, Gorbel's Gargantian Mansion, completely alone. The stone dissolves in your hand. So much from getting a hug from Andorin, I guess. Uh, is is there anything that I noticed that's there that wasn't there before? There's nothing th- like an object, but you do see that the staff are now all pointing in the opposite direction that you came. <laughs> Get that's the fuck eerie. out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. I, I GTFO. All right. They lead you back to the door that you entered in. It's closed. I kick it. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happens. I. Is there like a knob or a handle? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a ring. Handle. A ring. I pull it. You open it up, and the swirling vortex of color appears inside the door frame. I. Get in! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Pipe down. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I jump in. All right. Willem jumps in. Take 300 damage. It was 120. <laughs> Gorbel and Tomar. Oh, God, no! No, I'm, I'm okay. As the light recedes... Oh, it's receding? You guys find yourself standing in the center of the village of Moonreach. Oh, we're standing now? Yeah. How the fuck did we get down here? I drop her on the ground. Uh. It wasn't that far of a fall. (laughs) Okay. As you guys look around, you see that it looks very similar to how it looked when you guys were children before all the destruction. I know I blew that up. I try and cast a (laughs) cantrip. Nothing works. Fucking god... Gods... (laughs) All right, we're in the center of town. Yes, you're in the town square. People walk by, but they don't seem to notice. And you. it looks like it did before it was sieged. Do yes. I recognize anybody? You recognize everyone. Can we talk to them? No or one seems to notice that you're there. Okay. All I right. Hate well, this. well, we're supposed to go somewhere. Uh, I'm gonna look around and I'm gonna see if there's like a particular, particularly more lit place that looks like <laughs> the director decided to put emphasis there <laughs> over other places. Give me a perception check. Okay. I'll be percepting also. Prove it. Okay. <laughs> 27. 
do I see any of my family? They can't see you. Oh. 20. 20. Okay, so you guys both um, can see that there is a uh, a slight bit of movement down one of the streets over near uh, Gorms and Mortsport Shorp. Um, you can see that there's a, a cluster of people that are kind of moving together down there. Can we tell by the age of everyone around what time it was? This looks to be about... Um, it would be before the events that started this campaign. So you would have been really young. Do we look really young? Well, you can't... Uh, to you, each you other? Get, no, you guys look normal. Oh, Damn. that would have been a cool touch. Yeah. You should have went with that. Yeah. Mm. Eh, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well now I'm now I'm kind of excited, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hurry towards my dad's shop. Well, I'm hustling that way too because I also saw that. Okay, so you guys get towards there. You see Mort's port sharp. You see Mort. Uh, he's young and vivacious like he used to be. <laughs> Younger. He's like in his forties. Um, Before he straight up died. <laughs> and uh, you guys. right in the hort. <laughs> <laughs> By a short sword. <laughs> um, no boon? Okay. You can have a boon. Yeah. You can have a little boon. <laughs> All these joke boons. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking them away at the end of the episode. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Or am I? <sighs> okay, we go up to the to the shop. Well, you see... Not the Shorp. His dad's <laughs> Skip shop. the Shorp. Go to the shop. You see the cluster of people. Um, you can see uh, Gorm, and you can see Bergamot, and you can see a young Rast, um, and a young Romar, and you can see a few other townsfolk, and they seem to be, like, gathering very, like, happily around Gorm and Bergamot. And as they kind of back away, you see they're holding, Bergamot's holding something in her arms. It's a little baby Tilmar. Weird. <laughs> and then I explode because of the paradox. <laughs> <laughs> and they... Does like, it go, bleh? Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> and they seem to be very excited. Gorm has a an interesting look on his face. It looks like both excitement and sadness. Um... And, uh, he wanted a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Cursed with these boys. Cursed. And uh, you guys watch as both Fennec and a beautiful young woman with light blue hair walk down towards the group as well. And she's also carrying a baby. And she's carrying it's a me. baby Gorble. Aww. Is she adorable? <laughs> she is. Aww. You both are pretty cute little babies. And then they both start smashing the babies together. <laughs> headbutt, headbutt, headbutt. <laughs> and what's the game here? And so you guys watch for a little while and then everyone moves away and you guys are left kind of standing in the center of this area directionless. Do the babies separate ways? Mm-hmm. Follow your baby. We're splitting up. I'm following my baby. Okay, fine. This is this is information we've never seen before. So I run after my baby self. Okay, I and follow you. my baby self. Okay, so we'll f- go with you first, Tomar. You follow into the shop, 
where Bergama and your father are speaking. And it's hard for you to understand what's being said. It's almost like it's being said underwater. It's like, Uh, But they seem to be having a very congenial conversation, but something's off in Gorm's countenance, like I mentioned. He seems very, very sad. And uh, he obviously indicates to pick up baby Tomar. He does. And he goes over to his uh, desk and he roots around a little bit and he takes out some powder and he mixes in some liquid. And then he just does a little quick thin line smear uh, across your forehead. Do I recognize what this is? Yes, it is a it's it's a kind of a very archaic dwarven tradition, um, kind of claiming someone as their trueborn son. But they do that for most of their you know, or their trueborn daughter. They do it for their their uh, all their children. But it's something that's not hasn't been done in a very long time. And then he kind of hefts you up and kind of looks looks at you a little bit. And then uh, they have some some more words, and then you are passed back to Bergamot, and she goes in the back room of the shop. And Gorm, with a very serious look on his face, walks back out the front door. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Do I know that the back room is probably where, like, the babies rest? Like, where they would have me rest? Yeah. All right, I'm going to follow Gorm then. Okay. You follow Gorm. And Gorm moves through the, the streets almost like a man on a mission, a sad mission, and leaves the village and starts walking towards the fields, towards the peach groves. Hmm. Towards the cave? In the in a cave direction. Am I bound within a certain radius? Can I go You can follow him. I'm gonna follow him. You follow him up, and he heads through the peach groves, and he heads into the cave. And he begins moving down the passage. We'll get back to you. What if the, what if she knew the song because of him? Hmm. Because when we first started the campaign, Gorbel was able to remember a song that opened a door that led inside the cave. So, that's interesting. And Whoa. Gorm was a bard, so... Whoa. 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 Gorble, you follow your little baby self and your mother, who you haven't seen in a very long time. And uh, she's walking with Fennec, who uh, obviously was kind of her protector. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're having conversation. You realize that it's, it's hard to understand them. It's almost like they're speaking underwater. Um, but they... Can I do a quick little check to see if Fennec looks like Prince Othos? Any similar features? Mm. With uh, with just your... I mean, you could do a check, but with your basic eyes, they look nothing alike. Fennec is older. Basic eyes? <laughs> basic <laughs> with your eyes. With your basic skills, I mean, you would be able to tell. They are not similar at all. He's not made of wood. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real boy. <laughs> This ain't no Pinocchio, man. But, uh, I mean, you you weren't aware that Fennec was your mother's guardian. You just knew him as that kind of off-to-the-sides, serious, stable hand all your life mm-hmm. and not knowing the connection. But they seem very close, obviously. Um, and he breaks away from her, and he goes into his house, and she begins going into the house. Do you remember from being very small? Okay. 
Are you going to follow one or the other? I follow me. Okay. So you follow yourself into the house and you notice that when your um, your mother gets you inside, she lifts you up and then she slips her one of her fingers in into the front of your shirt and pulls out this tiny little pendant. What does it look like? It's a green gem with a bunch of little notches in it. And you hadn't noticed it before. She takes it off. She kisses the gem. Sets you down in a in your like bassinet-ish, whatever the medieval version of that would be, <laughs> on hay. and <laughs> <laughs> On a sheep wool. And then she goes to the wall and slides up a loose section, puts the pendant in there, closes mm. the wall, and then picks you back up. And then takes you into the back room to set you to bed. Then she leaves the house. Do you want to follow her? Yeah. She begins... Leave this baby on its own. She begins moving through the city streets and she starts heading through peach groves. (gasps) You also notice as you look around, you can see a few other figures walking toward the peach groves. Who? You notice Violet Wilkins, Smoozog, and Beldan's mother. And you also see Lagaya, Willem and Lewin's mother. And then you see Harkin Blackheart, Willem's father. And they move through the peach groves, and they get to the cave. <clears throat> the cave where you guys first explored as children. And then they enter. And you see, just ahead of you, Tomar, walking along after a specter. What's this? <laughs> I turn around, and I see all the other people on Gorbulner. And I gesture for her to come up. And uh, you guys watch as this group, they don't speak to each other. They nod, and they obviously know that each other are there. But they don't, they don't speak as they walk through the different chambers or the different tunnel hallways. And they, <laughs> and they make their way, but not to the room that you guys are familiar with. They go to a room on the... But travel a little bit on the other side of did this cave. Did we ever go this direction? You did, once. Okay. And they go to what appears to be a well. Oh, boy. And they look, they all gather around the well and they look deep into it. And then Gorm takes something out of his uh, vest. It looks like a small black, like satin bag with, cinched with a gold thread. And he drops the bag into the center of the well. And you hear this dice. <laughs> yeah, essentially a black. You hear, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,. Then you hear nothing beyond that. And they all look up at each other kind of gravely. And then they all separate. And then everything gets really dark. And suddenly, you guys are lying on the ground, the rock facing, where you'd just been flying above. And there's a glowing blue symbol on the ground where you just were. What did you see? 
I followed my mom and baby me, and we went to my mom's house. She took this green little pendant thing off my neck and hid it in the wall there. Mm. Then we went to the cave, and there was that weird interaction. I didn't watch what my mom did with me when she took me into my house, but I followed dad to the cave. He went immediately to the cave. They just left me unattended. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Uh, do we need to go back to Moonreach? Maybe. And then I need to go back into my house or something in case there's something in there. Maybe there's something in your baby wall. Maybe. But if there's like an important looking item in your house, we definitely have to go there. What did Gorm drop in the well? I don't know. I've, I don't think I've ever seen that bag before. We might need to go see Lewin or something, because Lewin might know more about what is going on. But it seems like they all knew that we were going to go in that cave eventually and visit the one who sits on the throne of thorns. Were they trying to prepare us for something, or... Vines, just FYI. Who said that? (laughs) (laughs) Said what? Nothing. Sorry. <laughs> um What what did you say? I said were they trying to prepare us for something or do you think they were sacrificing us for yeah. something? I don't know if this is sinister or They looked sad. They did. But that could be because they knew that they were I don't know. They're all kind of fucked. They're all they are all fucked. They're all dead now. Maybe they were sacrificing themselves for us in some way. I don't know. We need more deeds. Yep. Okay, I want to find out what the fuck she hid in the wall. I want to find out where the fuck Pinwin is and if where Willem is and if they're coming here. I feel like... Those are also good things. I feel like we killed it and we are done with our vision and this is our elevator out and we need to wait for everybody else. Okay, well, what do we do? Do we just sit here and wait or... Sure. why not have to go look? I don't think Wait, we should. <laughs> are we on the rock facing that's only like four or We're half on feet? the platform, right? At the base of the whole thing? You're you're on the ground, so oh, like okay. you've got cliffs up mm. around you, but you're right you're probably thirty feet away from that glowing symbol. Do we touch the symbol? Maybe. Maybe we wait though. Cause last time we didn't wait, Willem got sucked off into another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good sucking off. <laughs> Went That's to good dimension. sucking off. <laughs> Went to another dimension. Suck the dick right off his pelvis. <laughs> Let's just wait here, see if they come. And then after two hours, we leave them. Two hours? Do you want to play a game or something? <laughs> what game? I look around in my in my pack. <laughs> Got booze. Okay, I'm missing like four jacks on my set, so <laughs> that's out. Um, I used to have a dragon chest set, but I sold it. <laughs> they just look sort of like a some dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Want to play throw the dirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't. But <laughs> All I, right. I was going to play, play tic tac toe, but you guys play throw, throw the, the dirt. Fun. Okay. I'll ask that 
everyone refrain from talking during this part. Oh. <laughs> because this is just for Pinwin. Because I have to wow, make a decision. Wow, he's never said that before. <laughs> <laughs> he has never said oh, no. that before. This is really important. Pinwin. Anyways. <laughs> Here's what you should do. Gunshot. <laughs> Are you going to make me kill the whole town? Oh, fuck. Pinwin. You're standing in front of these various scenes, and you're watching as these doppelgangers of Moonreach begin unsheathing their weapons and walking menacingly towards some of the townsfolk. But then everything slows down in every single one of these scenes. You look up and you can see three things floating above you. You see an elemental symbol for fire, you see an elemental symbol for earth, and you see an elemental symbol for wind floating above. You realize that when you move that like hand flame, you can actually select those as well. Then you hear a voice. An unfamiliar voice, almost like a voiceless voice. Like you might hear <laughs> hear in the back of your head when you're reading something. And it says, you will need to choose, Penwin. I'm sorry. <laughs> your reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay in decisions. Oh. <laughs> Billy's shaking his head, and he should. <laughs> you will need to choose, Penwin. You without hate in your heart must choose who to save like which town or like you can save three of five of five can you say which ones they are oh yeah say it again you've got what is I think I said Moonreach a second ago, but I meant uh, Wolves Rest. Uh, you've got obviously Wolves Rest, frozen in a combat situation. You've got Moonreach. You've got a bird's eye view of the Blue Valley. You've got a city filled to the brim with hobgoblins on balconies. And you've got a city within the distance, a large lake. You remember what the Blue Valley is, right? No. That's where Shade Home is. He, she needs to know that. Oh, yeah. All right, no more. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Blue Valley, Moonreach. Wolves Rest. Wolves Rest. Oh, oh. A town with hobgoblins in it, one with a lake. Rose Lake. Okay. Oh, no. You don't know if it's Rose Lake. You can oh. assume that, but you don't know. What's Rose Lake? It's Boop Lake. What was Rose Lake again? If hmm? What do you mean, what was Rose Lake? What's there? Rose Lake. <laughs> We've never been there. Anyway. We can't tell you yeah. what Pinwin was paying attention to this whole time. <laughs> All right. Silence, please, everyone. Oh my She's engaging us. <laughs> That's not fair. Yeah, don't engage. <laughs> Disengage. I- Okay, so I have to say, uh, and you have I can only one say minute to make no. your decision. Oh, only th- there's no way to save them all. There's no way to save them all. Um, can I ask questions in this time? 
You have one minute. Um, is there a way to know which ones are most important in the end here? Only you, without hate in your heart, can make this decision. Oh, man. Lotteris, <laughs> numbness. Oh, my God. Uh... You have 40 seconds. We don't want the hobgoblins to die, right? You can't talk to them. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> this man. is so hard. Penwin's going to choose the wrong places, man. How? What? Why? You have 30 Jesus seconds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everyone, shh. Okay. Um, Blue Valley and Moonreach and Wolf's Rest. Please select... Which element for each? Oh, God. Why? Um, you have 20 what, seconds. What do the elements do? Um, Please select which element oh, for no. each. Oh, no. Okay. Fire, earth, and wind? Correct. Earth for Blue Valley. Um, fire for Moonreach. Five seconds. Wind for Wolves Rest? <laughs> The flame goes very high and fills the room. You watch as that scene picks up again and all of a sudden this intense wind picks up. A storm gathers and begins just insanely quickly breaking above the city and lightning, wind, everything. People start running back into their homes and a giant strike of lightning (laughs) hits the group of doppelgangers exploding their body parts (laughs) every which way. Suck it, doppelgangers. Which one did you choose fire for? Moonreach. You see Moonreach being slowly grasped by fire. The city itself, a flame for just a moment, and then the flames recede. And it's almost as if a barrier has appeared over it. A flaming barrier. And then you chose Earth for the Blue Valley. You see the, earth, the Blue Valley shake as an earthquake begins to rumble throughout the entire place. And as a bird's eye view, it's quite far up. But you can see that the towns themselves in the Blue Valley are beginning to kind of be jumbled around almost. And large rocks jut up from the earth. And they put a barrier over the Blue Valley of these mountainous peaks. Then you watch as the scene changes in front of you. And from the sky, you can see a bright light. And if you follow the trail down, you're far away, but as you follow the trail down, you can see the light goes to this large black building floating above the ocean. It shoots off in five different directions. 
You watch as two cities are completely destroyed. One in the mountains, completely destroyed. And another at the base of a lake, completely destroyed by this energy. However, the other three places, one tries to strike the Blue Valley, but is rebuffed by the massive stones and mountainous uh, coverings. One tries to hit Moonreach, also rebuffed by the flaming barrier that has appeared. Another tries to hit Wolf's Rest, but the storm keeps the, the beam of magical energy from being able to get anywhere near. And it is sent away. There's silence for a little bit, and then all the screens fade in front of you, Penwin. The flame removes itself from your hand and becomes once again this tiny little blue dancing flame. Can I try to throw it? <laughs> you can try to touch it, yeah. Um, I'll try to touch the flame. It begins to grow bigger and bigger and starts to fill the room with a blue light. Suddenly, you are next to a glowing blue symbol and you're watching as Tomar and Gorble are throwing clumps of dirt at each other <laughs> and giggling and trying to dodge. Oh, no! Oh. <laughs> and they're completely hey. covered in dirt. They're like little kids in a Look how big this one is! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Willem, as you appear, you appear on the rock cliff face above your friends. There's Pinwin, get him! <laughs> <laughs> Look out below. <laughs> get down here. Get up here? I well, I guess I could, but uh, but this is I think this is where we need to be. I walk down the cliff face. <laughs> Eventually, he meets up with you guys. So how are how are your guys' journeys? Pizarus was weird. We saw ourselves as babies. We were cute. Well, it's good that we're here because Mandoran said that there's something here that we need to get in Moonreach. He didn't say what, he didn't say where, so if you guys saw anything that we haven't thus collected from Moonreach... You saw Mandoran? I saw Mandoran. And also, yes, there are things we need from Moonreach. Alright, I think they, if if you saw stuff, we must need to get them. Uh, also, Gorble, your mansion... Yeah? He said that when your spell was made, like specifically your mansion spell was made, there was a secret to it to where you can assign three portals or doorways essentially to it that will lead to the mansion that you can assign on the material plane. I didn't design that into my mansion. You did not. He said they did. Like, they? The royal they? 
the they that he would not elaborate upon because he's a fucking prick. Wait, how did my mansion get brought up? Pinwin, why do you look so dour? You haven't said anything. Oh, I am. You weren't even throwing here. any dirt. I'm yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. Whoa, was that did there. a number on you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm just straight up crying right now. <laughs> What's wrong? I don't want to tell you what I did. What do you mean what you did? Pinwin. They made me choose. Choose what? They made me choose towns to save from us. What? What do you mean? The, ba- the bad us? They were attacking five towns. They were attacking Wool's Rest and Moonreach and Blue Valley and a town of hobgoblins and a town on a lake. And I had to choose three. What, what happened to the other ones? There was a light that came in a light that shot out in all the directions of all the different towns and then I didn't see exactly but they said they'd be destroyed. I look off in the distance and see Moonreach, I assume. Oh, you guys are still on the that that uh plane. So you guys are still on that plane that you came to from the... Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I should I have th- said that better. I thought we were outside the cave. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's my bad. I grab Pinwin's shoulders, like, hastily. What did you save? What happened? What, what did you choose? You're going to scare him. I this is important. What did you choose? I don't know if I picked the right one. What did you pick? I picked Wool's Rest and Moonreach and um, Blue Valley. What happened in Wolves Rest? There, there were, like, Hazel said she had talked to us ten minutes ago. So we were there and about to attack, right? Looks like it. it. It showed us about to attack our people, and then there was a storm. They had me pick an element, and there was a storm, and it struck the us. And stopped us. And then um, I chose Earth for Blue Valley, and there was. I guess, were they attacking in all of them? Is that what was No, the, the light is what was going to destroy the places. Oh, I see. The light from the ziggurat. That's right. Wolves just happened to have some doppelgangers in it yeah. as well. Um, and there was an earthquake that ended up protecting them against the light and then in um, Moonreach Moonreach there was a fire that protect it protected the town it formed a barrier what were the I other still, places I don't know but it's just not fair if they're Bronze Wall or Rose Lake then we're f- fucked cause that's where the seals are and if they got destroyed, then the seals are probably open. What? What? What could I have picked? I couldn't. I couldn't do that to my people. Well, and now then, we all might be doomed. We we didn't have to make this decision. So, I don't think it's fair to criticize you for any choice you made. But yeah, we definitely could be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't know that. Oh. <laughs> but we probably are. 
I tried my best. I don't know. No, that's okay, Penguin. Ah, why didn't they let me in? <laughs> I tried to ask questions. They wouldn't let. Me, they wouldn't answer me. Who's they? Who's they for you? I don't know. Who it's a are voice. these I don't people? Know. Did Mandoran say anything else? Yeah, said a lot of bullshit. Like what? What were, what were the cliff notes <sighs> of the important things? Well, if what we think happened happened, some of it's irrelevant at this point. Uh, he said to stop the seals from being broken, we have to kill the progenitor of the seals at each location. <clears throat> Which we did. <clears throat> Maybe that's good then. Maybe it's good somehow. <laughs> I mean, if they're at just, the locations and the locations are destroyed all the way, but to break the seals, there just has to be a shit ton of bloodshed, right? <laughs> like hobgoblin bloodshed. Like hobgoblin bloodshed. Do which, you know if the light caused bloodshed or just vapor? Which, if if one of the towns was overrun by hobgoblins, like Pinwin said, I believe that's Ravenmore. So. If the other one was, in fact, Rose Lake, we could still save Bronze Wall. I thought Ravenmore was abandoned. Well, it's chuck full of hobgoblins How the last time I was there. When were you there? During our siesta. <laughs> Shigara and I went there with... And there were hobgoblins there? <laughs> Chester. <laughs> Shigara and I went there with Chester... Chester? Yeah, I met Chester in Roundfoot Town. With the puppets? What? Yeah. And you hung out with him? Not exactly voluntarily. He's kind of clingy. I, I assume yeah. he, he was, was the talking opposite about you of guys. clingy to us because he just bounced and disappeared. Um, he seemed kind of lonely when I met him. Ravenmore. Hence the puppets. Why would Ravenmore be one of the five cities that Pinwin had to choose from? Well, from what we know about Hobgoblin blood, I assume that's needed for the ritual to break the seals. Why did they make me choose? They already broke the seal in Ravenmore, right? Can you just kill Hobgoblins where the fuck ever and I don't know. and use that assign that to another seal? Because should that we sounds bank like a on it being, genocidal. Should we bank on it being Ravenmore or Maybe it's something else. From the way she des- from the way he described it, it sounded like Ravenmore from the last time we were there. Pinwin, have you been to Ravenmore? I have, right? No. No? I don't think so. Can we describe like features of Ravenmore mm-hmm. that he might recognize from the vision? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's something that stands out? Um, the town square. The yeah, the town square is a big um like scaffold set up the there's a lot of like buildings kind of built up into the mountains uh, but surrounded by forestation as well um it's a very like a lot of dark stone used to craft a lot of it um a lot of tiered balconies that look out over the streets i described those things (laughs) do they sound familiar to your vision yeah i think so what about the lake place what else was at the lake place? Uh, it was a kind of a not super large city, medium-sized city maybe, um, with a off in the distance a very large lake 
um, a lot of red and yellow robes to uh, to this place. It doesn't look like uh, what is it called? The Ash Lake. No, um, the the place where Vocha and them were. Oh, Starhost. Starhost. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now Starhost is very very recognizable. So that might be Rose Lake. Because I'm not familiar with the way you described that. Which means... I just don't feel right having to pick any. And I had to pick two that are just gone. But you also saved a bunch of other people. Especially if you were... You might have sacrificed the whole Blue Valley. That's multiple cities. Multiple cities. Tons of people, including your people. But I killed a bunch of people. You didn't, you didn't kill, kill them. them. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going to make up for these wrongs. Why would we call back to our... That wasn't fair to put you in that position. And we all know that you did what you felt was right. So whatever happens, it's not your fault. What put us here? In the first place. I don't know. Is it good or bad? Okay, we need to mention what we saw. So. Our family. Sorry. (laughs) You go. Sorry. That was a pause for drama. Well, yeah, yeah. You won the dirt fight, so you can. (laughs) Willem, your mom and dad, or your dad, air quotes, um, they were there. Smoochie's mom was there. My mom, biological style. Tomar's dad. They all went to the cave, you know, outside of Moonreach. Mm-hmm. And they all met up and they went to the well. And Gorm dropped some bag of shit in. Not a literal bag of shit. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. just unknown things in Questionable the material in a small black pouch with gold. And he dropped it down where? Down the well. And they all look sad. Like, real sad. Do you remember what way they went into the cave? Well, we know the way to the well. Okay. That sounds like what Mandorin may have been talking about. Something that we need to get from Moonreach. Well, there was also something in Gorbel's house. Yeah, I followed my mom and baby self into... uh, my old home and my mother took a little green pendant off my baby neck and hid it inside the wall. <laughs> In my baby wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, did you recognize the pendant? No. Had a bunch of little notches on it. Like how many babies she's had <laughs> before you? Disregard. <laughs> <laughs> You might have a bunch of siblings now that I think about it. That sounds Im- that sounds important too. What about you, Tomar? I assume there's a trinket or a heirloom that was hidden. I didn't. That you need to retrieve. I didn't stop to see what happened with my baby self because my my dad looked like he was on a mission. But there very well could be something hidden in our house. My mom was an agent of, of the faith. Um, Hail Hydra! Before mm-hmm. I ever was, and she was always gone on missions and she didn't say a lot of stuff about what she had going on. If I'm not mistaken the last time we were in Moonreach you both found hidden things in your homes. Yeah but 
there's more hidden things in the homes. We didn't know where to look. Sure. Like, we didn't know I that didn't there know were things. I didn't know inside the wall was a thing. Well, sure. <clears throat> but, I mean, Tomar, you found something beneath the floorboards in Gorm's workshop, didn't you? I found something in the wall. And so then that means you found that diary in the floorboards? No. That um, was in yeah. my mom's in old house. In Deepminster. Yeah. In Deepminster. Okay. I remember we'll you We'll do a finding... once over in our, in yeah. our house. Well, like, we have to go there. And apparently we can instantly go there if we if you cast your mansion. Pin, when, when you saw all of these visions, what did Moonreach look like? Like, when we last left there, it was kind of vacant. Yeah, it was pretty vacant. It's going to be okay, buddy. Um... I wipe some dirt on his shoulder. <laughs> what? Should refresh I? my memory on a guy that was like brainwashed and had a bunch of stabby holes in him and didn't want to leave Moonreach. Oh, that was Fennec. Fennec. Mm-hmm. Did he stay? As like yeah, yeah. We he, he stayed behind. He couldn't leave. So. He, he can't leave. He's like bound to Moonreach for mm-hmm. whatever reason. And weren't they like rebuilding it slowly, or like there were more well, people? Well, they were they until died. we evacuated. Until them. we evacuated them, and then fought the dragon. But then Fennec the is the one that stayed, and Fennec was the one in Gorbel's vision. He might be able to answer more about what you had seen him do because he was going off somewhere else. Okay. Um. I don't. I should I have so, saved the hobgoblins? Man, we. we I don't know. We can't waste Penguin, time. Whoever you saved, about what if. whoever you saved, you were supposed to save them because you were the one that was brought into that room. So don't worry about that. Yeah, we at least know that all of our. I just don't feel good about it. I don't you shouldn't feel good about it. There's no way that you would come out feeling good about whatever choice you made. It's but not your fault. We're gonna do our best to rectify this. Okay. Mandoran said that you all would figure out a way out of here, and that when I left, the he he gave me another memory stone that I entered into, and he appeared to me as Harkin, and evidently Harkin is slash was Mandoran all along. What? Uh, yeah. Um, so no more air quotes. No more air quotes. He was daddy. Okay. Hmm. Are you gonna mention the fish? Okay, good. I was like, did he forget about the fish? Getting there. He said that you all would figure out a way out of here, and that when I left, I I had the assumption that I would end up back on the material plane, but uh, guess not. (laughs) Uh, He did say that I was going to be meeting somebody that's referred to as the fish. He did not have a real name to give me. I really hope they weren't swimming in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> it's a literal fish. It's like, oh fuck! It's it's multiples. It's it's plural. Yeah. The fish. Um, all the fish. All the fish. Um, Do any of us recognize that moniker? moniker? You've never met anybody with the moniker the fish. Has anybody looked particularly fish-like? Fish lips. Some Don knots. Uh, hangy jowls. Mm, doesn't it doesn't uh, evoke any imagery? I guess. Ah, fuck. Damn it. So you're gonna meet a man named the fish or person or fish, <laughs> and he was very vague. I believe me, believe me. I inquired. I tried to probe. 
He would Your not. Your dad sucks. He does. <laughs> I don't disagree entirely. But my dad may suck too because he knew what was going to happen. I feel like he. I, I feel think like we may have been all fucked over by our parents. Like we were forced into destiny, and I don't like being forced into destiny. No, that's not clandestine word. <laughs> clandestine. Clandestine <laughs> episode name. <laughs> Goddamn clandestine parents okay. selling us all up the river for fucking toddlers and tiaras, <laughs> fortune and fame promises. Um, so yeah, I don't know how to get out of here because, like I said, probably that over there. What's that? The glowing. He blue points thing. to the glowing giant blue symbol, <laughs> basically like the portal-looking thing in Mass Effect Three that's just at the end that you take up to the end. Pinwin, does that look like what you interacted with to save the villages? Right. Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. No, so, I don't think so. Does it look more like the portal that I entered and exited mm-hmm. Gorbel's mansion through? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it it's definitely an entryway to something because that's what it looked like when I went in and out Gorbel's mansion. Uh, Wait, you were in and out of my mansion? Yes. So when I went through the door, I ended up in the mansion. Uh, what? It felt like it felt like a facsimile of your mansion because all the servants were acting really fucking weird and they were just all lined up. That's how they're trained. <laughs> I've never seen them like that. Weird. <laughs> and Mandoran Mandoran was waiting in the study. The study. Study and stuff. And that's when he gave me the memory stone. Went into the memory. Looked like Harkin. Told me all this shit. Uh, to destroy the ziggurat uh, he was a wealth of knowledge on that too we have to use the power of the lineage stones big fucking surprise uh, and I need to get back to Deepminster at some point for what? so how you guys have shit at Moonreach to find from your parents I have shit from Mandoran to find in Deepminster are you sure you don't have shit to find at Moonreach? I think for me, you were a baby there too once. True, <laughs> there could similar be time to when we were babies. But Mandoran's just been leaving us breadcrumb trails all along, so I don't know that necessarily he left anything there. He specifically said that he had a tower in Deepminster, the oldest tower in Deepminster, and that he had things there, and only I can enter that tower. It was like he—I'm like the executor of the estate, so uh, I think. The most important things are what you saw, the uh, trinket that was put in the wall, and whatever they dropped into the well. We should investigate those. I would like to investigate the tower in Deepminster. We need to get the lineage stones to destroy the ziggurat. We need to make sure that the seals aren't broken. We have to kill the progenitor of the seals to protect the seals. That's where we're at. Save the seals. Um... Save a seal, club a calcifer. So, <laughs> do you know if this back door in Gorbel's mansion, uh, once you choose these locations, are they permanent? Are they malleable? He said you had you can assign three entryways, essentially back doors, into the mansion on the material plane. It sounded like once you assign one that's it and it's forever what places do we choose he didn't he didn't specify if you had to be in that location to 
like set the back door. So maybe that's a thing. I don't know. He he told me all this, and I don't know anything about casting your mansion, so I didn't presume to know. I just assumed that you would have an inkling Here's on what how we that do. would work. We go through this portal together, hold our hands together, jump onto the portal. Hopefully that takes us back to the material plane. Garble casts her mansion. We go in. Maybe rest if it's possible. I feel like garbage. Um... Use the back door. Good, get us to Moonreach. Then we'll go from there to determine what may or may not be the next location we go. Agreed. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Cheer up, Emlyn. I don't. I don't know how I can. It's okay. It's you're you're not gonna feel great for a while, but we're here. You're with us. We're with you. We have to save everyone else. We can do this. Mm-hmm. Bo- bodega motherfuckers. Let's get in this portal. Hold my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys all take hands? Yep. And one, two, <gasps> bodega! And you guys jump into the um, the seal, and Gorbel, you feel a tug, and <laughs> out of your pack, that piece of... Uh, platinum floats in the air and <gasps> my platinum disperses <laughs> and everything lights up and you guys feel yourself back in Marston's manor where you left two pieces of Lalette on the ground oh my god is the specter thing still there? It is not. What the fuck was that? Why? Whatever it was, it wasn't good. I really what if they were? The, they might have been good. The specter? They're the one who sent us there, and they gave us gimmies about what to do next. Like, they didn't try and destroy us. I don't know. It seemed pretty insidious. It did seem insidious at first, but now we have direction on where to go. Yeah, something about this doesn't feel bad. It's like everything that we've encountered. It's like right in the gray. Do I feel good? I don't know. No? Yeah? So you guys remember... Even when Lalette split open, she said, welcome, wolves, which... I mean... That's not an insidious thing inherently. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Meta. Bond villains always say, welcome, Mr. Bond. And shit like that. <laughs> and then so, I'm going to clamp your balls. Yeah. Here we go. So you guys remember that uh, you used the key on that door and that came down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now you guys hear <laughs> the door swings open. And that's where we're going to end for the night. <laughs> that was a really good gulp. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's... uh. Let's give you guys some boon. What do you deserve boon for? Pinwin oh. gets five boon per every murdered person in all <laughs> the cities that he destroyed. That's a lot of boon. So That's a lot of boon. But then I'm taking them all away for choosing wrong. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> How many points does it take to get a thing again? Uh, 35. 35. Ooh. Um, hmm. Well, I think we all handled that well as far as like following where we should go or... Mm. Dirt throwing. And we made up <laughs> throw the dirt 
game. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. Throw the dirt. Very creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's already a game. Yeah. We didn't invent it. I feel like our childhood dynamic was like Bart and Lisa Simpson, but <laughs> Gorbel was Bart. <laughs> was That's great. I like it. Um, shit. Yeah. Uh, Willem should get a good chunk for being very inquisitive and yeah, yeah we all gathered gathery. a lot of. Shit. I mean, we we even though I mean, we specifically so followed and obtained information, but Willem really dug deep and he drew it out. Yeah. Okay, well, we couldn't communicate with anybody. That's true. So it's we did the it's best not our with fault. what we had. Yeah. Okay, everybody gets five points of boon. I got another boon. Do you? Yeah, I'm close. How much is a boon? 30? 35. 35. You just Whoa. talked about that. Where are you? I don't you know. Okay? You feeling okay? I killed towns. It's okay. <laughs> I killed hobgoblins. But you saved yeah, towns. You and I could have well, killed Moonreach, <laughs> which wouldn't have killed which would have killed one person. Pinwin. Yeah, but it would have been your way. Yeah. You killed two towns, but you saved three. So that's more than 50%. Your good yeah. feelings should outweigh Net positive. your <laughs> bad feelings. So know. you should be feeling somewhere between meh and okay. Your personal rate of return isn't terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tomar. Your new boon is the boon of the Ascendant. You've yes. also gained a new title, oh. the Ascendant. Ooh. Ooh. The Ascendant Downley. <laughs> That'd be crazy if you were the fish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's you. You get a new you title. To what the I fish. Say. Everything I have to say, because I have a microphone and you don't. I'm like, slap your face. <laughs> and then you slap your face. Oh, no. So what is this boon reward Your spellcasting becomes divinely endowed. Any fourth level domain spell you cast using a fourth level spell spot, slot or below is treated as if it was cast at fourth level. As well as casting a spell requiring concentration, you can expend another spell slot to cause the spell to persist without concentration. We oh, we'll we will revisit that off air. So I <laughs> get details better. Mm-hmm. And this is only my domain spells. Correct. Okay. Interesting. Whoa, that's fucking cool. All right, now it's time for tonight's MVPC. That's right. Most valuable player character where you guys vote to see who deserves five extra points of boon. It used to be experience, but now it's boon because you guys are level 20. And that's how boons work. And that's how boons work. And I get to choose the boons. So congratulations to me. Anyway, Willem is one. Tomar is two. Pinwin is three and Gorbel is four. I don't know why I always want to call you Lindsay. <laughs> Could Pinwin have used a BAM card to save another city? <gasps> I guess you'll never know. Wait, I didn't have one though. Did we I? all have BAM cards. Yeah, we're back at the start. Oh, shit. What? Anyway. I asked the guy. Oh. You didn't ask the guy about BAM cards. I forget about BAM cards. Where are BAM cards? They're over there. We need to put them out. Yeah, They're probably so should pretty. just so. Yeah. So we remember. Yeah, we mine is yeah. still an old shitty paper one. <laughs> you didn't make one for yourself. What? No. What? It's Aww. time consuming. <laughs> That's the first one I would have made. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like this. This is the template for. This which. is proof of concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Who did you start with? You. Nice. I'm the most important. You mm-hmm. slunt. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Everybody know who they're voting for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On yeah. the count of three, you'll hold up the finger, the amount of fingers indicating the person. One, two, three. All right. We've got three votes for Pinwin and one vote for Willem. Pinwin, why'd you vote for Willem? 
because he was asking a bunch of questions and that would have normally been helpful if that person wasn't as vague but at least we know (laughs) about the fish because he was asking questions and stuff so i thought that was good okay very nice tomar why did you vote for pinwin i liked how pinwin dealt with the weight of his lofty choice like i would have went about it a different way and i don't think i would have made the same choice but i think it's important that pinwin made the choice and that he feels the way he did about it i don't think anyone else would have gorba why'd you vote for pinwin i think that pinwin had the highest stakes here and the most difficult choices to make in this episode so i think Pinwin had to put in like the most work like emotional work and he's gonna be paying for this for a while internally so I think uh probably forever yeah <laughs> for Pinwin so d- Pinwin's now email throw Pinwin. him a boot <laughs> throw him a boon all right and Willem why'd you vote for Pinwin yeah Pinwin just had the most weight on his shoulders this episode uh and that's gonna leave a pretty big scar uh, for Pinwin. I thought it was kind of odd that he picked Moonreach, seeing that he doesn't have any real ties. I to wouldn't it. have picked Moonreach. I was conceived. <laughs> I <there>. also Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm I, a road baby, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a road baby, not a Moonreach baby. Um uh, I, I don't yeah, kinda like what Gorbel said, I don't know that I would have picked Moonreach seeing as how we left it last you know and assuming that we there was it was vacant and well we yeah exactly we couldn't pinwin himself couldn't have even known what we experienced Mm -hmm. exactly and having known that he might have chosen moonreach for sure then right right um and and maybe he was thinking on our behalf like mm -hmm, he's like i can't go back and let these guys know that i let their hometown get (laughs) destroyed if i found out you guys killed my home i would like (laughs) yeah yeah unforgivable and i so i can't well unforgivable well well, (laughs) to be clear again you did not kill anybody you you picked it feels like he did you picked who to save but yeah like like i said pretty heavy burden lots of emotion hard decision that was the heaviest part of the whole thing. So, Pinwin get Pinwin gets all the boon. Yeah, we were just looking at babies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that means tonight's MVPC is Pinwin Dingleroo. Take your five <laughs> points of boon and then like use it to support some of the weight that's been <laughs> draped upon your shoulders or something. Yeah, <laughs> spend it on more sequin pants and don't shoot people at the time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Like, just Maybe come hang out with Willem and get for your fucked sins, up. Pinwin. Maybe <laughs> that kid that got shot with the arrow is from one of those towns that got destroyed. They were boy, just boy, oh boy! It's good to be out on the road. Finally settling down. Just bought a new house. Oh, what's that? <laughs> he somehow gets intertwined with Aro. Or yeah, he's, he's a she's the she's one a that orchestrated the yeah. light picking thing. She's like, you will feel this. this fuck <laughs> Yeah. Fuck you up, so <laughs> <laughs> Make you regret ever shooting my arm. Yep. 
All right, folks, that's it for tonight's episode. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. And thanks to all of you listeners for uh, taking the time and energy to uh, listen to us and comment and, uh, you know, like our all of our shit. So we appreciate it. Keep listening. Keep uh, checking out our Patreon and all of our social media. And uh, we'll see you next week. I am your host and DM, Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Arrivederci! Well, I did not say that right. (laughs) I said that so wrong. Freshly bullshit quaffed hair. <laughs> Guys, we made it four minutes. <laughs> Congratulations, we did it. Well, don't worry, I haven't started the time yet. Wave the banner. The congratulations one? I can't wait to play those Sherlock games. Y'all should come over and play those Sherlock games. I would love yeah. to. I thank you for inviting me. Yes. <laughs> Always invited, but you can never come. Oh, I yeah. didn't know what Sherlock games were. I thought that was like code for something oh it is we're gonna do blow and blow blow each other and and gold caps and i if if darian comes over again there's gonna gonna be be sparklers (laughs) sparklers and poppers blow pops blow pops are not what you think they are though it's It's the candy It's baby bottle pops, <laughs> but we call them blow pops because it's because they're in our neighborhood. They, they come out up. hot, and then you got to blow them off <laughs> when you microwave them. Everyone microwaves them, right? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Now let's go back to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird as fuck. Time out, Tomas. I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> uh, nice. That's a wrap. Wow. That's Tom Waits. Oh, oh. is it? Yep. We met him. <laughs> no, you did not. No, you didn't. We did. No, <laughs> none of you ever. He was did. so nice. <laughs> oh, that was so mean. All right, go Billy ahead. has left the chat. <laughs> yep. All that cheese. You don't have to put cheese on a sandwich, Tomas. Then it's not a sandwich, yeah, yeah, Seth. Yeah, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That I was out of line. A, I apologize. That was a logical fallacy. <laughs> And if you're Lindsay, Natural you only 20 put on the on, on the dice we're giving away. Nice. Oh, you tainted them. Don't put this Yeah, in. you're cursed. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a good roller. Did I'm, you see I'm that 20? First try. <laughs> I got him stuck. How? I'm not cursed. <laughs> I, broke, yes, I broke the dice. <laughs> it shoots out and hits her in the eye. <laughs> Boone. Would we have gotten a boon if we didn't laugh at any of your backdoor references? <laughs> Don't worry, I didn't laugh. Does she get a boon? <laughs> Stop asking for boon. I didn't ask. I demanded. Give me a boon. <laughs> Whoa. Power Not play. the dice! Power play. 
I like your mustard dice. 